Okay, good morning everybody. Good morning. So I have got the privilege this morning of talking to you guys about one of the Psalms, which is what we're going to be doing over August, and the privilege of talking to Gateway Kids as well as to the rest of Gateway Church, which I'm very excited about. Um, So in a moment, what we are going to do is we are going to read Psalm 63 together. Um, So I have picked, I've cheated, I've picked my favourite psalm. Um, this morning. Um, So what we do in Gateway Kids every week, though, is that we learn something based on one of our foundational truths, okay? So if you ever see anyone in a Gateway Kids t-shirt, they're going to be walking around with a load of our foundational truths all on the back. Um, And so we we repeat these every week. These are the things, the core things that we want to learn and remember about God. Um, So I've got a couple with me this morning. So Gateway Kids, we're going to have to, should we teach everybody what we do with our foundational truths, we, we say them back, don't we? So are we ready? So the first one that we've got is that God is love. So should we say that together? Ready? God is love. Very good. And the second one that we're going to talk about and see this morning is that God wants to meet with us. So should we say that together? God wants to meet with us. Fantastic. Right. So I'm going to ask us to do something slightly different this morning. Can we all stand? Um, and we're going we're gonna to see if we can read this psalm together. So on the next slide, please. I acknowledge that that's quite small writing. So I will, I will lead. I had to fit it on one slide. Um, so I will lead in that. Um, and if you can read along, do it with me. If not, just receive. Be blessed by the word of God. Um, okay. You gods are my gods. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you, my whole being longs for you, in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory, because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night, because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the swords and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. Fantastic. Well done. Take a seat, everybody. Thank you very much. I have been, I was at New Wine a couple of weeks ago, um, and I grew up in a Church of England church, so the temptation to go, this is the word of the Lord, was very real in that moment, Um, but I I, I resisted. Um, So this morning... I've got three things that I want to pull out of that psalm. Three things that I will think will encourage all of us in something of who God is, what he's like, and how we can draw nearer to him. On one of those points, I'm going to pre-warn this now so people can get ready. I've got a little game that I would like to play to help demonstrate this. And I need parent-child partnerships. Okay? So I need four pairs of parents and children... And you will not get messy. The goggles are blindfolds. Okay, these are these are self-made blindfolds. So we will do that 
in a little while. We're not going to do that straight away. We're going to do that in a little while. Um, and so just letting people know. So if you are a child here this morning and you want to play a game with your parent, I need four pairs, okay? Just one parent and one child, okay, to help demonstrate this. Um, then just be, be ready with that, okay? So the first verse, and I'd encourage if people have their Bibles or want to turn their Bibles on on their phones um, to, to come and to, to, to read this along with us. Um, so the first verse that we're going to be looking at this morning is verse 2. Okay, verse 2. So verse 2 talks about how David is seen and he's beheld God. Seen and beheld God. And there's something about beauty that means that when we see and behold beautiful things, it shapes our hearts and our lives, okay? And so, can you put your hand up if you've ever seen a beautiful sunset, or a beautiful landscape, or a beautiful person, okay? Often these things, they do something to us on the inside, don't they? They shape who we are. When you have seen something that is incredibly, transcendently beautiful, it changes you. It shapes you, okay? So this may be something like something natural, like an incredible, beautiful sunset, like an incredible, like, you know, you've climbed a mountain and you're seeing just this view at the top of it. Or it may be something a little bit more simple. It may be if you're a parent and it's the first time you saw your child. There's, there's something, as you see beauty, it changes you on the inside. And that is exactly what David is talking about in this psalm, that he has seen God. He's beheld God and God's beauty, God's majesty, God's glory, God's power, God's greatness is shaping him on the inside. He's seen God, he's beheld God, and as he's beheld God, who God is and what he is like, it's changing him and shaping him. And this is something that we can experience too. This is something that we can experience because David didn't see God physically like we see each other physically. David saw God in a spiritual sense. So David saw God in the sense where he was looking to God. He was worshipping in the temple and he saw God. And as he saw God, God was changing him. And that we can experience this too because as we already looked at and said this morning, that God wants to meet with us. That Jesus came so that we could know the love of God, experience his love, and be changed by him. And we can know him in lots of different ways, can't we? We, know him, we can know God through the Bible, we can know God through his spirit, and we can know God through his church, his people. So those are the ways that God can speak to us. And as we know in the Bible that James chapter 4 verse 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That there is a promise to us that as we come and seek God, to see him, to behold him by his spirit in our lives, that we, he will draw near to us, that we will know him and know his love. Because God is so good and is so glorious. And that leads on to the next verse, which is verse 3. And it says this statement, which I think is one of the biggest statements in the Psalms. Okay, that's, that's my, my personal opinion, is this, in this line, in this verse, there is one of the biggest statements, biggest claims made by David in any of the Psalms, in any of his writings. Because he says this, your love is better than life. God's love is better 
than life, than life itself. To know the love of God, to know his love, to know him in your life, to know that you are adopted as a son and a daughter of God is better than anything else in life. And God gives good gifts, right? So like our family and friends and food and Netflix and all these things that God gives are good gifts to us, but none of those things, none of those things is better than the love of God to us and for us. And again, the love of God is something that we can experience through the Holy Spirit. So in a book of the Bible called Romans, it talks about how the this Holy Spirit in our heart speaks to us so that we can cry out to God, Abba, Father. And Abba is this term of it, like endearment in Hebrew, which means like daddy, dad, Abba, Father. That we cry out because we know God's love through his spirit. David knew the love of God in such a deep way that, the, that, that love that he experienced, he, made him, he was able to say, look, your love's better than life. And actually, for some of us, we might have experienced lots of different things in life, right? We might have tried lots of different things in life. We might have done the career thing. We might have done the family thing. We might have done the pursuing kind of whatever kind of makes us happy thing. But when you encounter the love of God, the only, the real love of God, as you encounter the only response of our hearts is go, oh, wow. Your love is just better than life. It's better than all of those things. And that is why throughout the whole of Christian history, people have died for Jesus, for being Christians. When they've been given a choice of renouncing Jesus or being killed, they've chosen death because God's love is better than even life itself. To know the love of God in Jesus. And I would say that this has been, that is my story. That's absolutely my story. And I had a pretty good upbringing. I had a pretty nice upbringing. I was actually very privileged. Um, my dad did very well in business. And so I had everything I, I wanted. There was, of course, issues. There was family drama. There was all that sort of stuff going on. But I had, I had a good life. Like, there was nothing really lacking in my life. I was average at sports. I was average with the ladies. Like, there was nothing really, like, lacking in my life. But at 14 years old, I met with Jesus, and his love changed my life. And I looked at all these things, and I looked at all of my friends who were also very privileged and had all of these things and all of these opportunities and were having all of these experiences, and it just went, compared to the love of God, this stuff is just meaningless compared to knowing the love of God. And my question for us all this morning is, do we know God's love? like that do we know his love in such a way that we know that his love the love that he has for us in Jesus the way that he died on the cross for our sins the way that we can experience his love now today through his Holy Spirit do we know that love because we're going to have an opportunity to respond this morning and to encounter the love of God in Jesus by his spirit as we're going to respond after kind of I have finished um, speaking and the final verse that we're going to look at is still verse 3, but it's part of verse 3 which says that we're satisfied by his love. We're satisfied. And the way that David describes it, which I think is really helpful, is he says, I'm satisfied as with the richest of foods. Yeah? 
So we, we get that. Like when you've had a super good meal, when you've had a big meal and you are full and you are having to undo top buttons of trousers or you are sitting there and you're like, I need to lie down because I'm super full and it was just amazing. Or you've, had, you've put food in your mouth and you've gone, I don't want to swallow because this just tastes so good. I don't want to keep it in here. So, you know, if any, any chocoholics in here will know that. Um, that is a distinct feeling for, for chocolate, I think. But this sense of actually, there's this, there's this, there's this tangible sense, right? You can, almost, you can almost taste the sense of actually, as God comes and we experience this love, it satisfies in a way that's almost, you can almost taste it. It's so deep, it's so meaningful, and it's so rich to us. And so to, to kind of demonstrate this, we're going to have a little taste test, okay? So that's what we're going to do. Now, I have to say in advance, I've been doing youth work for like over 14 years. And when a youth worker says taste test, you normally run for the hills. Because somewhere within the taste test, there is normally cat food, dog food, or something disgusting. That is not happening this morning. Just want to just say that. Because it's about the richest of foods, right? So I have got five delicious snacks, okay? And what I would like to do is uh, we're going we're gonna to have... Parents blindfolded and children feeding parents snacks. None of it's messy. It's not chocolate spread or anything. Um, we're going to feed the snacks and we're going to see who can guess the most, okay? Now, I also want to acknowledge that not everyone in, in, who comes to our church has grown up in England, and therefore not all of the snacks are English, okay? So the deck is not stacked against anyone who's grown up in England. Okay, so I need parent and child volunteers, please. I need four. Yes, please. Right, I will pick on parents once their, once their children are putting their hands up. Okay, right, Annabelle has got her hand up. Bella has got her hand up. Oriofi's got her hand up, and Oscar's got his hand up. So if you can come with one parent to the front, please. Okay. So adults, can you come and please sit on the chair? Okay, and then children, you come and, you come and to me. Okay, right, go and give, go and give mum or dad... A pair of goggles, please. There we go. Okay. So we've got five different things. I'm going to wait for the goggles. Can you please put the goggles on? There is chocolate. <laughs> we didn't check. We didn't check for allergies. There we, go. there we go. Yeah, should we give a round of applause to the adults? I pro it's not humiliating, I promise. I could have been so much meaner than I am. I feel like people should appreciate the restraint which I've shown in doing this. Okay, so are you right to just grab the end of that tablecloth for me? Right, so what we're going to do is we're going to show, we're going to show you guys the snacks. Are, are all the blindfolds on? Just to make sure they don't work. They work. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. Right, so kids, can you come to me? You're going to take some of the snacks... Okay, so just take one or two, and I want you, you need to feed them to your parents. Okay, so just take one or two. So just one of these, just one of these. Okay, and you're going to feed them to your parents, and then mum or dad, you're going to have a little taste, and then I'm going to ask you if you know what it is. Okay. Right, so have a guess. So, Rich, what do we think it is? Still chewing. Still chewing? Does, does anyone want to make a guess, TT? 
Chin Chin, yes, very, very good. Well done. Okay, fantastic. Okay, right, so kids, come and get the next one, please. Just pick one. I realise I should show it to you guys so you actually know what it is. There we go. So that's, that's what they're trying to guess. Yeah, hand up, yeah. Jelly Rick, Harry Boat, yeah, 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 very good. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, next one. Kids, you want to come to me? So just take one again. There we go, so that's, hold on, so they don't fall over. That's what they're, that's what they're trying to guess. Put him. It's not a ready salted crisp. It's a specific type of crisp. You can have another one if you'd like. <laughs> Anyone want to guess? Chris, is it? But it's a specific type of crisp. Anyone know? Oh, it's very close. It's a plantain crisp. So, so I, will, I will give you that, actually. Okay. Next one. So just take one again. Okay, so hands up or shout out first one. Jaffa cake, oh, I think Craig said that at the end. It was very mumbled, but I think that's what it hurts. Okay, right, two more, only two more. Okay, right, so just take one of those, please. Just one. Okay, and then first one to shout out. Is that not one of these, not one of these yet? Not one of those yet. It's not a brownie. Pardon? <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear what people are saying. <laughs> Flapjack. Yes, very good. Okay. Final one. So I'll show, show everyone else today. There you go. Right, so just take one. Just take one. Here's a biscuit. Bourbon biscuit, is that what, is that what was said? Bourbon biscuit, yes, very good, okay. Blindfolds off, well done everybody. Big round of applause. So I think the, the winners was definitely Team Annabelle. So you go, one for you and one for Dad. There you go. But everybody else, everybody else gets a little packet of sweets, okay? So there you go, so take one, go and sit down. Thank you very much, parents, for being willing volunteers. I told you it wasn't mean. That's right. Yeah, yeah you, were, you were trying to force feed him multiple things. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, you just dropped it. No worries, do you want a packet of Harry There we go, everybody. Yeah. There we go, right. Okay, now, as hard as this is, I'm now going to try and get people to concentrate again. Okay. So, as we've seen, those are some, some good foods, some rich foods. Probably not, I mean, I would love to have had, like, proper, like, cooked foods. But judging by the amount that people were trying to shove in parents' mouths, I'm glad I did not do that. Because that would have been awful. Can you imagine just, like, some kind of, yeah, yeah. Just no. Right. So, 
What we've hopefully seen then is as we have looked at this psalm, is what we've hopefully seen is that as we see and behold God, we encounter his love and that we are satisfied in him. Now that is what I want us to take away this morning, that as we see and behold God, as we encounter him, we encounter him, we encounter his love and we are satisfied. And actually, this is a, in some ways, this, it seems quite like an easy message, right? It seems like quite an easy thing to comprehend. But how many of us get distracted by all the other things that say that they will satisfy us more than his love? Like, how, how often do we get distracted and, and chase after and pursue other things in our lives that promise to satisfy us more than God's love? How often do we try and, and listen to, to other voices other than the voice of God who says, come, see and behold who I am. Meet with me. I want to meet with you, show you my love and transform you. So what we're going to do, I'm going to invite the band to come up now. And we are going to, we're going to sing a song and we're going to respond to this. So can I invite you to stand? And I would invite you, if you want to receive God's love this morning... I'd invite you just to hold out your hands, um, because that's what, that's what we do when we, when we get given a gift, isn't it? We hold out our hands to receive the gift that God has given us. And we're just going to, I'm going to pray um, that the Holy Spirit will come and will start ministering to us. Um, and we're just going to encounter the love of God this morning. And we're going to expect that people's hearts and lives are going to be changed and are going to be shaped. Um, so I would just encourage you just to really respond in this moment. So Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for your love. Lord, we do say, Lord, your, your love is better than life. Lord, we don't want to know some small version of your love. We don't want to know about the idea of your love. Lord, we want to know and experience the love that you have for us in Jesus through your spirit. Lord, we want to be full of your love that we may know who we are and so that we may be your people in this world. God, would you help us see and behold you. Lord, we are sorry when we've made you small. Lord, we're sorry when we've, we've forgotten who you really are. Lord, we're sorry when we've made life about anything other than just knowing and being known by you. And so, Holy Spirit, we invite you. Would you come and minister to us this morning? Lord, where there are people here who, who have believed lies that they are unlovable, that they are not worthy of your love, that they are, are broken and things that have happened to them or things that they have done means that they cannot meet with your love. Holy Spirit, would you come and reveal the truth, Lord, that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Lord, where we have become weary and have forgotten, Lord, your love, Lord, would you come and remind us again how deep your love is for us. Lord, we want to know your love. If your love is something to be experienced, God, we want it. We want to know you so that we can know your love. 
We just ask these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Just continue to allow God to minister to you and respond as we sing to you.